I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ahead. The next story might cause you to Google Lassie. I'm Del Walters. Maryland comes back to beat Northwestern. The Caps come back to beat L.A. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Weeks from the midterms, things seem to be shifting, says CBS's Christina Ruffini. The latest polls show Democrats are losing some of their summer momentum ahead of November. You can't take anything for granted in Nevada. In Nevada and Arizona, Democrats are fighting to keep their seats in two toss-up Senate races. We are going to win back the Senate seat for the people of Arizona. The Georgia Senate race is also a tie. There's a hotly contested battle for a U.S. Senate seat in Wisconsin. Republican incumbent Ron Johnson, who's seeking a third term, is considered vulnerable. But Johnson has pulled ahead of Democratic challenger Mandela Barnes in recent polls by charging the lieutenant governor as a radical leftist. He's dangerous on crime. Uh, he supports all of the policies of the Biden administration that have opened the borders, that have caused and sparked 40-year high inflation. Barnes is responding by claiming Johnson is a right-wing extremist who tried to overthrow the results of the 2020 presidential election. Bruce Marcus for CBS News, Eagle River, Wisconsin. Elon Musk says his company SpaceX will continue to fund the operations of his Starlink satellite internet service in Ukraine. CBS's Holly Williams in Kiev says that's news the Ukrainian military wanted to hear. Around 20,000 of these ground units have been sent to Ukraine. Many paid for by the U.S. government. Musk says the operations already cost his company, SpaceX, $18 million. We've been so grateful to SpaceX and uh, to Elon Musk with our Starlink. Uh, none of our offensives uh, would be so successful. Lieutenant Taras Berezovets is a spokesman for Ukraine's military. He told us Starlink is crucial for commanding troops on the battlefield. A top American government health official has been infected with the coronavirus. Dr. Rochelle Walensky tested positive Friday night. The CDC director, who is up to date on her vaccinations, has been experiencing mild symptoms. In a statement, the CDC said, consistent with CDC guidelines, she is isolating at home and will participate in her planned meetings virtually. Walensky is the latest U.S. health official to test positive for COVID-19 this year. Dr. Anthony Fauci and Health Secretary Javier Becerra also tested positive in June. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. U.S. Border Control officials say a surge in migration from Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua last month brought the number of illegal crossings to the highest level ever recorded in a fiscal year. Migrants were stopped more than 227,000 times in September at the border with Mexico. This is CBS News. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring system helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com credit. 103, Sunday morning, October 3rd, 2022. 53 of the nation's capital into the 40s under a few clouds overnight. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. The top local stories are following this hour. A Fairfax County school leader is apologizing this weekend. She was caught on tape using a slur about people with intellectual disabilities. 
Here's WTOP's Shana Estulin. This happened during a school board meeting Thursday. In a video of the meeting, at-large board member Karen Keyes-Gamara is heard using the offensive word as an audience member tries to address the board. The county's parents association says the school sent out a letter calling the use of the word unacceptable under any circumstances. Keyes-Gamara since posted an apology online, says she was frustrated, wanted the board to allow a parent to finish her point, and that she hopes the community can find a way to forgive her lapse. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. A member of the Prince George's County Council is quitting after his appointment to a county watchdog role stirred controversy. Councilmember Todd Turner said he was stepping down, saying in a statement that he's making the move in the best interests of the county. Other members of the council expressed concern over Turner's appointment as executive director of the county's Office of Ethics and Accountability. They wonder whether he's too closely aligned with county executive Angela Alsobrooks. One member speculated that Turner's appointment as the county's chief watchdog could damage the office's credibility. It's 104. It's frustrating as for paying writers, and it's causing Metro to lose a lot of money. And we have learned more about what the agency's campaign against fare evasion will look like as it kicks into high gear shortly. It'll rely heavily on warnings. We're not going to be having our, our dense police officers trying to arrest a 12-year-old because the 12-year-old should be, quite frankly, running free already. Through a program for D.C. students. Metro GM Randy Clark also offered other hints that the fair evasion campaign will not be a harsh one. We are trying as hard as we can to find the Goldilocks middle here of reducing fair evasion at the same time educating and getting people to respect the community transit system. A system-wide warning campaign began earlier this month and stepped-up enforcement is set to begin next month. John Aaron, WTOP News. The Whitman Walker Foundation raises over half a million dollars in a Saturday event in Southeast. Here's WTOP's Ralph Fox. The 36th annual 5K Walk to End HIV was held at the Max Robinson Center and continues their mission to end HIV in the district. Executive Director Abby Fenton says the money will help support a new building on the St. Elizabeth's campus. This is something that Whitman Walker has dreamed of for years. We always wanted to expand our footprint over in Southeast and do something, and we're so excited that now we can be on St. Elizabeth's campus and we can bring uh, care to 10,000 more patients a year. The new facility will have what she calls wraparound care. We're doing research out of the new facility. We'll have mammography and x-ray. So we hope to be a one-stop shop for folks. Meteorologist Chuck Bell from our news partner NBC4 was one of the co-hosts of the event. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. Chances are, if you had a tail, you'd be wagging it at the end of this story. WTOP's Del Walters tells the tale. Nothing tugs at our hearts more than a missing family pet. Their cute little puppy faces litter telephone poles and trees around the DMV. So cue the Lassie music. If you don't know the story, Google it. When Dante disappeared, he joined the masses of the missing. The family assumed never to be found, just like Lassie on TV. So they went to the shelter for a replacement, but none could be found until they scanned the pictures and one popped out. Looked a lot like Dante, perhaps because it was. Dante was found in another county and brought to the shelter. Today he's back home with one good story to tell any future. Little Dante doggies. Del Walters, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, an Arlington realtor and civil rights leader gunned down in the Caribbean is laid to rest. It's 107. I'm a wife and the mother of two kids. And when I get to work in the precinct house and put on my uniform, 
I can tell you, as a police officer, we're building partnerships. This should be happening everywhere, so the police should be reaching out to this community. And this community should reach out to the police. That's the way to make this a safer place. Start the conversation and help stop crime. To learn the five things you can do, go to ncpc.org slash preventviolentcrime. A message from the National Crime Prevention Council and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. Put a frog in boiling water and it'll jump right out. But put a frog in cool water and slowly heat it up, that frog will boil. As veterans, we tell ourselves the lie that we can handle anything. We let the water boil. You are not a frog. If you or a veteran you know needs support, don't wait. Reach out. Find resources at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. 108. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Now, traffic and weather on the 8s and the continuing saga of I-66 work zones. Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center with some good news. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This season of 66 is looking a little better. <laughs> we'll start with the bad news and get to the better ones. If you're headed between the Capitol Beltway and Nutley Street, you are still down to a single lane down the center of the roadway, and the delays are still dragging back onto the ramp from the outer loop of the Beltway onto 66 West. Of course, the ramp as well uh, also has just a single lane getting by, so that single lane meshes with the single lane on 66. And uh, there's the bottleneck. Of course, remember, do be kind to one another and respect the zipper. It's going to be the best way to get past that as quickly as possible. Now, once you get closer to Nutley Street, you get two lanes available to you. A listener did confirm that as you approach Nutley Street, it opens up for a moment. You'll get two lanes, but then past Nutley Street, you're back down to a single lane down the center. Now, the good news is that as of now, between Nutley Street 123 and 50, the delays seem to have basically dissipated. However, looking at the cameras, the work zones remain. You still just have a single lane getting by, basically from the Capitol Beltway all the way to the Fairfax County Parkway. It's just traffic is light enough right now that it's not going to slow you down nearly as much as it would have maybe 10 minutes ago. Uh, if you're headed eastbound on 66, as of now, the only work zone I see is after Nutley Street, single right lane blocked. Northbound side of 28, the ramp to 66 eastbound currently closed. And for that matter, the westbound uh, ramp from 66 onto westbound 50 also closed tonight. You're going to need an alternate route. BW Parkway headed northbound just past Route 50. Looks like there's an accident seen there. Unclear how many lanes are blocked. Outer loop of the Beltway after 202. Left side still blocked with a crash activity. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Sunday morning coming down with this forecast from Storm Team 4. Meteorologist Samara Theodore. A cloudy start to today and a wet finish for some. Showers are anticipated this afternoon and evening along I-95 and mainly east. It's not looking like a ton of heavy rain, but it could be impactful if you will be outdoors. We're also cooler today. High temperatures only climbing into the mid to upper 60s for your Sunday. Monday, mostly sunny skies. High temperatures on Monday will be in the low 70s. Tuesday, partly sunny in the low 70s. Wednesday, mid-70s, partly sunny. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 43 in Ashburn, 46 in Rockville, 47 in District Heights, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 111. In Arlington Saturday, a visitation at a funeral held for a realtor and civil rights leader shot and killed on vacation earlier this month. It was a sad farewell for Kent Carter, a realtor and vice president of the NAACP's Arlington branch, who police say was the victim of gang activity on Turks and Caicos, where he was vacationing, celebrating his 40th birthday. One of those remembering him fondly at his funeral at Mount Olive Baptist Church was his friend, Chris Brown. He was a CEO, a brother. He was a protector, a leader. A Masonic brother, a motivator, he had confidence, empathetic, 
a consummate professional and somebody will always remember and miss. Carter was also an Army veteran who served in Afghanistan. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. Police in Turks and Caicos have arrested and charged a person of interest in Kent Carter's October 2nd killing. It's 112. Environmentalists in Maryland are celebrating 50 years of the Federal Clean Water Act. They're doing it by criticizing state and federal governments for failing to enforce the law. That, they say, allows Chesapeake Bay to be more polluted than it ought to be. For years, environmentalists like Eric Schaefer with the Environmental Integrity Project have screamed about the impact agriculture has on polluting the Chesapeake Bay. 42% of the nitrogen, 55% of the phosphorus, and 60% of the sediment in the bay comes from agriculture. State Senator Paul Pinsky says understaffing at the state's Department of the Environment means fewer inspections. They discovered fewer infractions, and when they did, they were less likely to take any enforcement action. Environmental advocates hope a recently passed law will force DOE to hire the needed staff to conduct inspections. John Dome in WTOP News. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin caused a stir on Twitter. In a post, Youngkin said Virginia won't adhere to CDC mandates requiring kids to get the COVID-19 vaccine. But those mandates don't exist. Youngkin's statement created a good amount of confusion as the CDC doesn't have the authority to mandate vaccines for states. So what was Youngkin referring to? He seemed to be responding to a CDC advisory committee which urged the CDC to add COVID shots to the list of vaccinations that are recommended for kids and adults nationwide. The only way such a mandate could potentially exist in Virginia would be if state lawmakers passed a bill requiring the COVID vaccine for kids in school. Both Youngkin and the state's Republican House Speaker tell Gilbert have said they would vigorously oppose that if it happened. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Just ahead, the Cavs win, the Terps win. Frank Hanrahan with details coming up. It is 12, check, check that, it's 113. Did you know you can return your mail-in ballot at any official Montgomery County Board of Elections ballot drop box? For drop box locations, text the word box plus your zip code to 77788. That's box and your zip code to 77788. Make sure you don't forget to sign the oath on the return envelope or the ballot will not count. Voted ballots must be deposited by 8 p.m. on Election Day, Tuesday, November 8. 1877 Cars for Kids. K-A-R-S, Cars for Kids. Donate your car today at carsforkids.org. That's cars with a K. Your car, running or not, can be picked up as soon as the next day. You'll get a maximum tax deduction and a vacation voucher. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 115, Frank Hanrahan. Capitals dug themselves a Tuesday poll, but they roared back in the uh, third period, scoring four goals. Caps beat the L.A. Kings 4-3 to at Capital One Arena. It was Nick Dowd, John Carlson, 
Marcus Johansson getting it on the mix. Lars Eller also with the goal as the Capitals improve to 3-3 three and three on this very young season. Maryland becomes bowl eligible 6-2 and two record after beating Northwestern 31-24 in College Park. Roman Enby, three touchdown runs for the Terps. Navy, though, loses to Houston 38-20. Howard homecoming beating Delaware State 35-17. Commanders plays quarterback Carson Wentz injured reserve. He's sidelined at least four games. Wentz broke his finger the way in Chicago, so now it's Taylor Heineke at quarterback Sunday 1 o'clock when the Commanders take on the Green Bay Packers. Both teams offensively big-time woes, only averaging 17 points a game for both teams. Teams. A lot of home runs again for the Phillies as they come back and beat San Diego 10 to 6. And now the Phillies up 3 to 1, just one win away from going to the World Series. Same for the Houston Astros after beating the Yankees 5 zip. They're also now up 3 zip in the ALCS. I'm Frank Hayen, we're WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following this morning on WTOP. Though he has yet to make it official, President Biden says he's running for re-election in 2024. In an exclusive interview with MSNBC, Mr. Biden says he thinks of himself as a candidate. He would be two weeks shy of 82 years old when Americans vote in November of 24. Authorities say the number of illegal border crossings in the U.S. hit its highest level for a fiscal year. Customs and Border Protection officials say over 2.3 million migrants were stopped. In fiscal 22, up 37% from a year before. Many came from Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua. Russian-installed authorities have urged all residents of the southern Ukrainian city of Kherson to leave immediately ahead of an expected Ukrainian advance. Kherson has been in Russian hands since the early days of the February invasion and was annexed by Russia last month. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It is 117. It is a week and a day to Halloween. But the scary thing might be what you're paying for holiday costs. CBS's Michael George. Americans are bracing for a big hit to their pocketbooks this holiday season. An outbreak of bird flu killed off millions of turkeys. Add in inflation and that means Thanksgiving dinner will be pricier too. According to the New York Times, this week frozen turkeys cost an average of $1.99 a pound. That's 73% more than 2021. But prices can vary, especially since holiday promotions are only just beginning. Travel site Hopper predicts airfares for the holidays will be the highest in five years. Michael George, CBS News, New York. It's 118. Traffic and weather on the 8th, charging the crashes and cones with Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Crashes and cones on the outer loop of the Beltway. If you're headed on the outer loop in Maryland on your approach towards Route 50, the crash activity is over on the far left shoulder, crowding that left lane. I did see a few emergency vehicles come by that incident along the right-hand side as well, so watch out on both sides of the roadway there. As you continue up towards the BW Parkway, things are relatively quiet. I-270 looks good from Frederick down towards the Beltway. Southbound side of 295 as you head past Route 50. Sounds like the crash is there. On the overhead ramp that takes you back onto DC 295, so watch out for them there as well. Down in Virginia, that's those cones we were talking about. The simple way of saying it is like this the westbound side of 66 only has a single lane available between the Capitol Beltway all the way over towards the Fairfax County Parkway. And now the thing is, it kind of gets divided a little bit. It's the slowest between the Capitol Beltway and just before Nutley Street. That's where you only have a single lane getting by down the center of the roadway. And of course, the ramp from the outer loop onto westbound 66 only has that single lane, and that lane uh, merges with the center lane getting by on 66 itself. Once you get closer to Nutley Street, according to the listeners, you open up and you get two lanes available. But as you get closer and closer to 123, you'll be down to a center lane getting by, continuing 
towards Route 50. The ramp 250 westbound is currently closed. It's going to be closed till approximately 5 a.m., so do plan an alternate route. Northbound 28, the ramp to westbound, uh, the ramp from northbound 28 onto eastbound 66, currently closed. No delays because of it, but you're going to have to find an alternate route there as well. I-95 in Virginia, completely up to speed from the Fredericksburg area, headed up towards the Springfield Interchange. 395 is quiet. Beltway traffic looks good. Headed across the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. Headed towards Southern Maryland. Well, no issues on 210, Branch Avenue, or 301. And do keep in mind, they've got two-way traffic on the eastbound span of the Bay Bridge tonight. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team for Samara Theodore with this Sunday morning forecast. A chance for showers this afternoon, but not before a lot of clouds move in. So anticipate a cloudy start to your Sunday. Highs in the mid to upper 60s today. Showers are likely along and east of I-95. We could see some showers pop just to the west of I-95. Rain not looking super heavy, but impactful nonetheless. For your Monday, sunny skies, highs in the low 70s. Tuesday, partly sunny, low 70s. Wednesday, more cloud coverage with high temperatures in the mid-70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Upper Marlboro, 47 degrees, 44 in Centerville, 52 at Freedom Plaza downtown. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, convention centers are making a post-COVID comeback. It's 121. Hi, I'm Mandy Moore. We can do great things when we stand together. Stand Up to Cancer is closer than ever before to achieving its mission to make every cancer patient into a long-term survivor. So get on board and stand up to cancer with us. To learn more about how you can support this groundbreaking effort and get Advantage Miles, go to standuptocancer.org slash American At Papa John's, when you start with better ingredients, you just naturally get lots of other menu items that are well, better. Like delicious papadillas, cheese sticks, chicken poppers, garlic knots, double chocolate chip brownies, plus more. Now you can choose from lots of delectable items on our Papa Pairings menu for just $6.99 each when you get two or more. Just $6.99 each. That's better ingredients, better pizza, better prices. Papa John's. Remember the last time your family visited the forest? It's a place of wonder and imagination for the whole family, where stories come to life. And it's closer than you think. Ready to plan your next visit? Make the forest part of your story today at a local park near you. Or find one at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. This is WTOP News. It's 122. A man accused of assaulting women at a Target department store in our area. And police think he may have done this at other Targets in our region. A woman told police this happened at the Target on Edwards Ferry Road in Leesburg. She was there Wednesday evening shopping in the seasonal section when a man holding a clipboard came up to her and groped her. And before he did, he was seen walking around the store with that clipboard asking people for donations. She told police he ran off and then drove away in a newer model white Dodge Caravan. Leesburg police say he's believed to have committed similar offenses at other local Targets. They describe him as around 30 years old, 5'7 and 140 pounds. They've put out a photo of the suspect. Anyone with information is asked to reach out to Leesburg Police. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. A man is arrested after pouring what might have been urine on a woman in McPherson Square. Jack Rutman says he saw it as he was walking to work Friday morning. Grabbed her by the back of the dress and dumped a gallon of, I presume, his own urine. Uh, 
violently on top of her. Rodman tells our news partners, uh, partners at NBC4 that he's never seen anything like this. It was truly shocking and disgusting. Rudman says he called 911 from a safe distance because he didn't know whether the man may have been armed. 55-year-old James Walker Jr. was arrested and charged with simple assault. It's 124. A man has been arrested, charged with murder inside an apartment in Northeast D.C. He's 22-year-old Marcus Wash, Wa Marcus Walker, I should say, of Fort Washington, Maryland. He was arrested Friday by the Capital Area Regional Fugitive Task Force. He's accused of shooting 28-year-old Eric King to death inside an apartment on 21st Street Northeast early Tuesday morning. He's been charged with second-degree murder while armed. Two men have been arrested on charges of assaulting a woman and pushing her off a metro bus in the district earlier this week. Video helped police identify and arrest 27-year-old Imani Hubbard of Southeast D.C. and 35-year-old Terry Barnes of North Carolina. The video from Monday afternoon shows Kyla Thurston being assaulted and forcefully shoved off the W4 metro bus. She says she told a group of people to stop cursing around a mother and her children, and that's when they began to attack her. Metro also determined that one of its drivers failed to respond correctly to the attack. Metro GM Randy Clark says he personally called Thurston to apologize. Police say they are trying to identify six more people that attacked her. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP 125 with Ann Cates. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The convention center industry is recovering from the pandemic with kids sports helping to boost business. Bloomberg reporter Hadriana Lohenkron says the venues have benefited financially. Tournaments for sports from basketball to volleyball to cheerleading did generate about $285 million of revenue for convention centers this year up from $226 million last year and just pointing to a potential market for these convention centers. And that has been backed by the convention centers themselves, as well as a lot of youth club personalities. Lohenkron adds that the arrival of COVID-19 sent families in search of options for their student athletes. In addition to the cutbacks that a lot of public schools have been seeing in terms of their sports programs, leading travel teams and private clubs to really organize athletic activities outside. The convention industry is rebounding from the coronavirus faster than the 2008 financial crisis when it took the sector a decade to fully bounce back. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ann Cates on WTLP. Just ahead this morning after traffic and weather, will he or won't he? President Biden on products for on prospects for a second term coming up. Meanwhile, China's president is approved for another five-year term at the Communist Party Congress in Beijing. It's 126. Once upon a time, our family had trouble with pests around our home. Did you know that stinging insects send tons of people to the hospital? And teeny ticks and mosquitoes can be all around the yard. Their bites can make people and their pets sick. Mice, rats, and roaches need food and water just like us. You do not want them to visit. They can spread disease and make it hard to breathe. I'm sure glad this story has a happy ending. Learn how to protect your family at PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. Get on board. The water is open. It's time to go boating and fishing and leave stress in our wake. Feel the wind as we ride and a fish on the line. Reel in our first catch and feel the sun at our backs. It's get out on the water season. It's time to get on board. Find out where to get on board near you. Visit Take Me Fishing and Discover Boating to learn more. And please recreate responsibly. Get on board. Get on board. 127. 
For nine years, a man terrorized women across the D.C. region, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series, available now on all podcast platforms. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature. What will it take to conserve 10 billion acres of ocean, 1.6 billion acres of land, and over 600,000 miles of river? What will it take to protect and restore natural habitats in over 70 countries around the world and in all 50 states here at home? What will it take? You. Together, we will make it happen. It's in our nature. See how your gift can help at nature.org. The Nature Conservancy. Protecting nature, preserving life.